Morning, Marty. Fuck you. Hey, how you doing? My name is Baishkwa. Nah, I'm just kidding. What's going on, everybody? My name is Nikki.cash. That's not my name. My name is Nick Cassano, otherwise known as Nikki.cash on Instagram and TikTok. And you know what? I I woke up. Wow. You hear that voice crack? I woke up this morning. (laughs) That really stumped me. Anyway, I woke up this morning and I said, you know what? I'm going to make a podcast. So here I am with the microphone and all. I had to place this order online from Best Buy, do a little curbside pickup to get the uh, adapter to plug into my MacBook. Because, you know, I got the USB-C cable. I don't know if you know this, but there's a new USB cable in town. It's called the USB-C. And uh, in order for me to record this podcast, I got to get that little adapter so I could put plug it into my, my MacBook because it got the USB-C. Anyways, that's besides the point. So this is the first episode of my podcast. I have zero clue what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know how this sounds. I don't know how my voice sounds. I don't know how any of this sounds. But I figured for the first episode, I would just give you a little insight as to who I am, how I came about, what happened, how did I get on social media, this and that. All right, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. You would think that, like, doing all these, like, videos on the internet, being on Instagram Live, talking to new people, being creative, speaking my mind, that this podcast shit would come easy. I tell you what, I haven't been this humbled since, like, the first time I saw 90 miles an hour as, like, a hitter in baseball. This shit is hard. I recorded this shit, like, 25 times, playing it back and forth, seeing if it sounds okay, and I still haven't figured it out. So, please, bear with me. So, how did I become the funny guy? Well... Ever since I was young, making people laugh has been one of the most amazing things for me. Like, it's it's a passion of mine. I enjoy making people laugh. I've never met nobody that was not proper grammar. See, it's one take I'm doing this. I haven't met anybody that I haven't been able to make laugh. I don't say that trying to be cocky. I'm just being honest. Like, it's a goal of mine. If I meet you, I want to make you laugh. I want to make you pee your pants laughing. Anyways... I've always been that way since I was young, and my aunt will tell you, um, and my family too, but my aunt in particular has this one story back when I was like five years old. I guess we were in Target. I don't really remember. It was so long ago, but there was this guy who was walking in the store funny, and I turned to my aunt. I said, Aunt Kim, look, and I started mimicking the way the guy was walking, and she thought it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious, so... My aunt will tell you, you were destined to be an entertainer. I knew it. This is you. And by the way, my aunt really doesn't sound like that. Aunt Kim, if you're listening, which you probably are, just know I love you very much. And I know that's not what you sound like. So the moral of the story, I guess, would be that ever since a young age, I was always striving to entertain people. And by making people laugh, doing, mimicking people and stuff like that, like, I don't know. It's just been something that's come a little, I don't want to sound like an ass or say something cockily. <laughs> I don't want to be cocky. It's one take, folks. I don't want to be cocky, but I'm, what I'm saying is it's just come natural to me to be an entertainer and to strive to make people laugh. With that being said, I never wanted to or never even thought about like pursuing entertainment as something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I've been an athlete my whole life at heart. I still am an athlete, even though I'm not playing currently. I played baseball all year round, and that was my passion. It was my first love. It was everything to me. After school, I was in the cages six hours. No joke. In the gym, this and that. I always loved putting in the work when it came to baseball. So the plan was to play baseball as long as I could because I was in love. I was married to the game. I really was, and I wasn't planning on getting a divorce. You know what I mean? But the the thing about it was throughout all the tournaments, throughout all the games, throughout all the practices – I still was 
the funny guy. I was still was the entertainer. I was I was the guy who was making everyone laugh on the bench or on the bus rides after the game when we would go out, stuff like that. So I was able to be blessed with the opportunity to play baseball in college and pursue my my career as long as I could. And so freshman year I played and we weren't really that great, but the one thing I will never take for granted is the time I had with the guys. That to me with anything, I mean, the sport of baseball is something I will love forever, but the, the being a part of the team and being a part of the guys is something that sends chills down my spine. It's memories that last forever, and I, I loved every aspect of it. The problem was was that I just didn't love the game anymore. I didn't love it as much as I used to in high school. And in high school, I was so dedicated. Like, for example, homecoming, I while my entire grade was inside dancing, I called my coach, and I said, Coach, I don't want to be – can you turn on the lights for me? Like, call the people who run the light company and, and tell them to turn them on, and I, I, I would bother them and tell them to turn them on so I could hit for three hours ground balls while my entire grade was inside a homecoming dance. Like, that's how much I loved it. Fast forward, when I got to college, it just – I did a 180 on it. I, I, it sucked the fun out of everything I ever loved about the game. But with all that said, I still enjoyed every single second of – hanging out with the guys and making my teammates laugh and just having a good time, as anybody would. So my sophomore year of college, I actually ended up transferring schools because I still wanted to give baseball a fair shot. And it just it didn't do it for me anymore. I, I, I love the game in a different way. And so I stopped playing and I started working at a gym. So I was working at this gym. I'm a certified personal trainer. I'm training clients left and right. I'm doing school. I'm doing the whole thing. And this is a time where TikTok really started to blow up in Gen Z. You know what I mean? Like on the media, like TikTok was like the thing. And I remember going to visit my boys at a different school. We were hanging out or whatever. And they were saying, Nikki, you got to get on the app, bro. You got to make a video. I think you're going to do good. You should, you should really start to uh, post some stuff on TikTok. I have a feeling you're going to blow up. And I'd say I paid no mind to it. it. To me, it just was never going to be a possibility. There was like the stigma behind TikTok. It was just weird. I didn't like it. It was just a bunch of trends and like girls like dancing in front of the, the camera, thirst trap kind of shit. And I was like, eh, I don't know. And then one night at around 7.50 p.m., I was in the athlete gym. There was no clients coming in. I said, you know what? Before I close, I'm going to make a video. I downloaded the app and I made a video. The video took me literally four minutes to make. It was called Italian versus American Dads when you're going out. And basically the premise was because TikTok had this filter called the long face filter. And I remember looking at some of the TikToks and being like, that would be a great like Goomba Guido kind of like shtick if you if you put it on someone's face and did like an accent. So I, I, I used the filter and I did Italian versus American Dads when you go out. And the premise was, and, and before we start, I just wanted to, to, to clear the air. I take forever to land the plane. Sometimes I don't know how I'll go off on a tangent for 15 minutes. And if you want to be a part of this podcast, you're going to have to understand that. The fact of the matter is that I just rant on and on and I won't be able to land the plane. But I'm going to try my best right here. So the video itself was about, so it started off, the American kid's like, all right, dad, I'm going out. And the, the dad says, all right, son, take care. No questions asked. And then the Italian kid goes, all right, dad, I'll be back in like an hour. And the, that's where the Pasquale character was born. He comes out and he goes, what do you mean you're going out? It's 8 p.m. on a Wednesday. What the fuck are you doing out? And I made it. took me four minutes. I posted it. Closed the app. Didn't even think about looking at it. So the next morning I wake up. I go to take a shit. I, I take out my phone. I open up the app TikTok, right? And I could not believe my eyes. The video was blowing up like God knows what. 
it was I mean, like a, I'm talking like a half one and a half million views, two million views. And I, I'm freaking out. I start calling my boys. I'm like, yo, yo, I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be famous. Yo, check this shit out. It's got a million views, this and that. And then I freaked out. I was like, whoa. I, like, I, I cracked under the pressure, and I didn't make a video for two weeks. But that video got a lot of hate. It was like, this kid ain't Italian. Are you kidding me? He's blonde hair, blue eyes. You don't even sound Italian. What kind of accent is that? It's Italian-American. Fuck this kid. And I didn't want that. I just, I, like I said, I just made the video because I thought it was funny. I posted it, and I just wanted to make people laugh. So that kind of turned me off a little bit. But then, then I started to get the itch. I mean, I was in the gym. I was thinking of ideas. I was in the shower. I was thinking of ideas. This would be funny. That would be funny. In class, the whole nine. And I started making videos. But the videos I was making were were, were more off-the-boat sort of like Nona, Nona style videos because... I was so paranoid, not paranoid, just like didn't want to receive any more hate for the accent that I was doing. Listen, I know that that is not how an authentic Italian really sounds. I know it's Italian-American. I, I understand that, but it's for comedic effect. And I just didn't want to be like the, the guy who was known as like mocking Italian, just and that, because it's so far from the truth. When, when you're really Italian, when you come from an authentic Italian family, Italian a family, one take, folks, I'm telling you. When you come from an authentic Italian family and someone comes at you and tells you you're not Italian and, and, and people can back me up on this, that shit bothers you. Like, that shit hurts. It's like, well, how dare you come at me? You know what I mean? But for that reason, I, I, I wanted to stick to the off the boat to sort of prove to people that I wasn't this kid who was just mocking Italian-Americans and stuff like that which is so stupid now in the grand scheme of things looking back on it, but I'm very grateful for it because it's what got me off my feet and got my name out there. Because my videos were original and they were authentic, I was getting posted on uh, Hardcore Italians, which is a page that I'm affiliated with now. Shout out, Mike. I love you. You're the best. Um, And I was really starting to build a name for myself, and I was making these Nona Nono style videos where I remember like one of them, I think the first one I ever made was like, you go see Nona, and she's like, ma, look at how big you get. You get so fat. You need to lose a weight. And then five minutes later, she's like, hey, you, I make eggplant parmesan. You want? And uh, people love like that sort of stuff. And like I said, I was making a name for myself, and I was starting to get like off my feet and I was getting like 10,000 followers on TikTok. I remember that was huge. I was like, holy shit, I really just got 10,000 followers on TikTok, this and that. And my friends would notice, you know, they text me, I see what you're doing. It's kind of cool. You're like low key getting like your name out there. But I remember getting a text from one of my good friends, Aiden, shout out Aiden. And he said, listen, I think the videos are hilarious, but I think you're doing yourself a disservice if you discontinue the Italian American accent. And deep down, you know, I knew that because, like, I thought it was funny. I'm, I'm pretty good at, at, at doing the accent, this and that. But like I said, I, I wanted to maintain that authentic Italian personality. But he kept insisting on insisting. I said, you know what? Fine. All right. Let's think of ideas then. Like, what do you got for me? And this is where the Italian versus American dad thing came about. So I can't take full credit for the idea. Um, shout out Aiden, you motherfucker. I think I said that already. But this is the birth of that whole series. So I said, you know what, I think I think it'd be funny if we did like, or I did like a, a Little League game where like there's the American dad in the stands or the non-Italian dad in the stands and, and the Italian guy in the stands. And he said, I think that's great, do it. So sure enough, the next day I wake up, I make the video, and it, it blew up, like a million views very, very quickly. And that day I'm saying to myself, huh, 
I felt a little ballsy, so I took the video and I DM'd it to Starting Nine, which is an affiliate page of Barstool Sports and Barstool Sports' main page. Did not think anything of it. About 15 minutes later, I get a DM back from Barstool Sports saying, we're going to post this, submit it here, this and that. It was at that moment that I knew that my life was about to change. Because if you think about it, Barstool Sports is like, you, you really can't, besides like World Star, you really can't go higher than that. If your video gets posted on Barstool Sports, it's a big fucking deal. So I'm freaking out. I'm yelling, screaming at my mom. Mom, I'm not going to post a video. I don't know what to do. This is crazy. What's going on? Uh, six hours go by, no video has been posted. And it was a little bit of a letdown. So I get in the shower. It's around 9 o'clock p.m. And once I come out of the shower after I wash my ass, I look at my phone, and it's lighting up like a Christmas tree. I mean, I'm getting texts left and right. I have no idea what's going on. I'm like, the hell's going on? I pick up my phone, and they posted the video. And I went apeshit. The feeling I got from that was, like, so crazy and amazing. And something I'll never forget. It was like I was so overwhelmed with excitement because it's such a thing that's out of the ordinary and it's like wow I really just got posted on Barstool Sports but then there's like that like reality that hits you that's like holy shit there are so many people who are going to see my face and it's 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 scary in a way but it's like a good scary I don't know how to describe it and so I'm texting all my boys I'm calling them like you see me it's great I mean I'm getting texts from people I haven't heard from in years yo I saw you on Barstool Sports this and that and my page, I think I had less than 2,000 followers at the time. It got me up to around 5,000 followers on Instagram. And I was like, holy shit, this is actually insane. So I kept up with the sports comedy with the Italian dad. And it was like clockwork. I would post them on TikTok then. They would just get a million. Every single one would get over a million views. And I was really blowing up on the app. And Barstool Sports kept posting my videos. They posted a second time, a third time, starting nine, this and that. And I was really making a name for myself. I was getting followers. I hit 10,000 followers on Instagram, which is the most insane thing. I never in my entire life ever imagined that. And what I find so amazing about this whole thing is the fact that I stopped playing the game of baseball, which is a game that I love, right? And I was able, I felt like I was able to give back to the game in a way because I was making videos about sports, right? About baseball, about the game that I love, my experiences with the game that I love, right? And, and to still be connected with the game because now I have, uh, like, professional guys who follow me on, on Instagram and, and show love to my videos. And to be able to do that is something that it, I just can't put it into words how it makes me feel. But it really is a blessing. All right, enough. I ain't going to get all fucking sappy on you. I'm just letting you know. It's, it, it's just been pretty cool. You know, people ask me all the time, like, where do you come up with the ideas? How do you think of the skits and stuff like that? And to be honest... It just experiences that I've had throughout my entire life of playing baseball, going to the tournaments, ex- seeing things like at the games, and also growing up in an Italian household. Because you know, if you grow, if you grew up Italian, you grew up a little bit different than everyone else. Not saying that it's 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 for bad or for worse, or which one's better than the other. I ain't saying that at all. I'm just saying it's a little bit of a different experience. Um, and I think through those experiences that I've had, combined with, I guess, uh, like a natural talent of being creative and, and, and being able to put things from my head onto a video, I come up with the, with the ideas and the skits. I've never really sat down and, and planned any of the videos I've ever made. I, I, I get the idea on like a random thing or like something will happen in my life. I'm like, that would be hilarious if it was a video. And I'll go outside or wherever I'm at in a guinea tea and I'll just, I'll make it, 
on the fly. Like every single one of my videos has has completely been a freestyle. It just starts with the idea, and then I do I do whatever I think is funny in the moment. Everybody they want to know like what's the secret? Like I get that DM all the time. How do I how do I do this? Like how do I? I'm trying to grow my social media. How do I do it? And to be honest, I don't study the algorithm. I don't know any like I don't I don't even know how to spell algorithm. The thing I the number one piece of advice I always give everyone when I get asked this question is post content that you enjoy and post it consistently. If you consistently post content that you enjoy, one, if you enjoy it, chances are someone else's, right? And two, if you consistently post it, it's bound to work. I promise. It's bound to work. As long as you enjoy it, someone else is going to enjoy it and never fucking give up. And the other thing I would say is to always be true to yourself, like who you are. I credit a lot of my success on social media due to the fact that I'm the same as dude in real life than I am on social media. And I try to portray that 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 character to make sure. And I think people appreciate that. I really do because when you get this growth on social media, I feel like oftentimes people get caught up. You know what I mean? And for me, it just it's not the case because one, I never really planned for it. And two, it's just it's just not in me. And if you continue to be who you were before all the all the traction and all the and all the social media stuff, it's gonna work out in your favor because nine times out of ten you're gonna be more genuine and good to people, and you're not gonna hold the status of yourself. It's like that scene in a Bronx Tale when Cologino and and Lorenzo are leaving the bus and Cologino turns to his daddy goes, "Do I have talent, daddy?" And and De Niro's like, "You could be anything you want in this world, but if you're not good to people, it don't mean nothing," or something along those lines. But it's so true. Because if you're able to maintain who you are and you're, and you're able to be a genuine person and, and be good to people and promote positivity, I'm telling you, it will come back to you in more ways than one. All right, it's enough Nikki motivations, okay? Anyways, that's the first episode. I want to thank everyone for listening, taking time out of your day to hear what I have to say. It really means the world. I love you all. I also want you to know that it ain't just going to be me on this podcast. I'm going to have guests on, maybe one, two, three, four, five. You never know. And... um. This is just an episode to get let you know who I am, a little bit about me, where I come from, how I got into this sort of thing. I'm going to keep bringing the laughs. I'm going to keep bringing the good vibes. I could talk about anything. I'll talk about a brick wall if I'm passionate enough about it. The topics are going to range. I don't even know. I'm going to talk about whatever. But all I know is that I'm going to give you a good time. So, again, I want to thank you so much for, for listening to this. I almost said thank you so much for watching. Uh, this podcast shit is hard. I don't know what this sounds like. I'm going to go back and chop it up and see how it comes out. But again, I hope you have a great day. Stay tuned for episode two because we're going to really get some laughs going, some good vibes. I love you all. Take it easy.